Hello there, you're listening to the Park Rush Podcast. This is a Theme Park Podcast. I'm Tom. Joining me, as ever, is Josh. Hello there, Tom. Hello there, Josh. How's it going? Very good, thank you. Better the second time round. Better the second time indeed, yes. I was waiting for you to say, yourself? And it didn't come. I was ready to say, I'm good, thanks, without you even having asked. Well. Which would have been weird. Yeah. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm quite tired, but, you know, I guess that just goes to show how... How in tune we are with uh, the intro to this podcast these days. Yeah, it just rolls yeah. off the tongue. When you've done it this yeah. many times, it does come naturally. And you know, when I say this many times, you know how many times that is, Josh? How many As times, of today, Tom? This is the 150th time. Whoa! How does it make you feel? Uh, old. Old. Proud? Oh, that's, a, that's a big word. I mean, it's only, what is it? Five letters? Five letters. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. You're not getting many Scrabble points for that. Uh, well, it depends on if it's a triple word score or not. That's but, true. Um, what about Countdown? How many points is that on Countdown? Do you know? Five. Five. You get a point per letter. Oh, is that how it works? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, um, unless I think unless you get a nine-letter word, then you might get a double. I'm not sure. Right. Because that's like the max. Okay. Cool. Anyway... Well, to- to Tettenborough. So you might not be proud. Are you uh, are you satisfied? Are you happy with how much time you've spent doing this over the past three years? Look, Tom, we're here and I'm ready to do it all over again. <laughs> Another 150 times? Bring it on. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's slightly skewed by the fact that, of course, we did treat you all a few weeks ago with a bonus episode yes. being the Jungle Cruise Drive Time Instant Reaction Con- Special. Controversially numbered. Yeah, that got a proper number. That yeah. wasn't like bonus or, or something. I thought, ah, you know, let's go for it. So I guess it does also mean that whenever we get to what would technically be, or what should have been, the third anniversary number. 156. Which is, yeah. I guess technically speaking, we're, we have to wait for 157. Yeah. But, you know, we don't dine on ceremony here. We celebrate whenever we damn well please. It's true. We're celebrating on 150. Exactly. Screw it. Yeah. So uh, there we go. Very exciting indeed. Have you spent this 150th special week, Josh? Uh, doing internet things, just hashtag just internet things. I guess I should say uh, local area network things. Oh, wow. Yeah. That sounds fascinating. Uh, yeah. You know, drilling holes, drumming things, running cable. Right. Um, it is a bit disconcerting to me because my mum over the past few weeks has been spending a lot of her free time um researching her her family tree on, on her side you wow. know. yeah and regularly now will i like to think of my nan as now whenever she looks at her mobile and it's my mum's face on there she's starting to think oh god's sake who's she found now literally every time my mum rings my nan at this point it's not to check in it's to be like i found that your seventh uncle on your mother's side his postman's wife who had three kids while the third one the person they married his cat killed a man in harrogate in 1642 that's basically how all my mum's conversations with my nan goes that cat at these times and so my mum is making a family tree and and you know i feign interest whenever she shows me at this point <laughs> And then I turn up here to do a podcast, and you're bloody showing me a family tree as well. Except on your one, it's iPhone, Xbox, yeah. router. <laughs> I actually have. Uh, there is a family tree in the in the family, right? That has been created. It's vast, apparently. Mm-hmm. 
we have no way of getting a hold of it because the person that uh, created it and owns it lives in France and refuses to even send a copy. Why? Because they're arseholes. Ah. This sounds like the potential plot of a national treasure. You know, there's like an, an heirloom in the family that you can't get hold of because of an estranged relative who uh, lives far away. Yes. Like, uh, uh, what's his face? Like Ben Gates' dad. Yes. I and mean, he didn't live far away. I think no, he just lived in Washington. Corner. Yeah. Still, you know. Upstate. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. stands. Do like a French national treasure to get the heirloom in an air balloon. Yes. Uh, yes. National treasure meets around the world in 80 days. Yes. I oh, man, go... I've been meaning to watch that again. Which, what, National Treasure? No, Around the World in 80 Days. What, I have watched National Treasure more recently. Jackie Chan one? Jackie Chan and Steve Coogan, right? Uh, yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. Yeah, funnily enough, I had a bit of a, a keenness to watch Night at the Museum a few weeks oh. ago, which, of course, is another Steve Coogan special. Yeah. But uh, did you know, by the way, I remember reading about this. It was around the time that National Treasure was coming out. I remember reading... I think on wikipedia that there were plans apparently for a john favreau film that was essentially national treasure but set at disney world not national treasure sorry night at the museum yes but set at disney world yeah. so everything comes to life am i making this up or no was that, this is, that is a thing that was proposed i can't remember exactly what happened um i think it eventually turned into uh tomorrowland like not, obviously not not directly but like that is an unfortunate chain of events yeah like obviously that was put on the back burner but like a plan was sort of like how can we kind of turn one of these lands into a film right and that came to Tomorrowland <sighs> Tomorrowland man I mean that is one of that is a it's impossible to look back on that without regrets it's got everything on I, paper the, the opening is still Brad Bird top for me George Clooney great visuals yeah. great soundtrack Hugh Laurie the heritage of Tomorrowland itself it's a small world. Could have been great. Should have been great. Could've, Has great things going for it. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. But is, but is kind of bad. Yeah. And that is, you know, forever. And Disney should feel bad. A scar on my heart. Yeah. Every bad theme park film I see, it's another scar on my heart, Josh. It's well, getting deep. Yeah. It's getting deep, this uh, Park Rush podcast. But, you know, we've got to mix it up for episode 150. I've decided the happy-go-lucky... Uh, joy that we bring you on a weekly basis it's gone this is now basically Alcoholics Anonymous but for theme parks <laughs> oh so the, the pessimism that we've been bringing for the past few weeks is absolutely fine uh, yes okay sorry what pessimism what pessimism <laughs> I love Genie Plus <laughs> I love Fast Passes I love the sound of Walt Disney World's new annual pass system Josh you sure sound like it. Segway. Segway. See, I don't get paid for this for nothing. Yeah, you don't I get, get paid, paid nothing for this. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, they've. It's finally been announced. Finally been announced. It sure has. Is it? Is it bad? Is it devious? How do you feel? Am I being a bit harsh for the sake of a segway? I think it's fine. Is it fine? Okay. Uh, Explain. Well, we'll go through it, I guess. Um, so. Gone are photo pass from uh, the annual pass tiers. Okay. I'll come back to that in a bit. Uh, what is still involved, included, though, parking is still included. You, well, you would hope so. Parking, that adds well, it's, up. It's not included in uh, California. Right. Well, um, that's uh, unfortunate, I would say. And uh, discounts on food and merchandise, up to 20% still included. But there are four tiers, and they have 
useless names that don't clarify, you know, what level you are. But uh, uh, they are the Pixie Dust Pass. Okay. The Pirate Pass. Okay. The Sorcerer Pass. Okay. And the Incredi Pass. All right. I wish our tiers had been named after these things when we were going into lockdown <laughs> last year. You're in the Pixie Dust lockdown. Uh, you're in the Pirate lockdown. The Sorcerer lockdown. Yeah. And the Incredi lockdown. If we had a Patreon, Tom, what would our Patreon tiers be called? Oh, that is a very good question. Uh, uh, Premier Access. Okay. Premier Access Plus. Okay. Ultra Premier Access Plus. <laughs> Ultra Premier Access Plus more. Plus plus lightning. Plus lightning. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Sure, I yeah. like it. Yeah. You, you know, you give me a bit more time to think about it. Maybe I could yeah. come up with something a bit I'll more... Let you, I'll let you stew on it. A come bit on. more bespoke to yeah. Park Rush. Yeah. Okay. I'll, you stew on it. I'll, uh, I'll go through these tiers. Uh, the first three tiers are available... Uh, predominantly to Florida residents, uh, the Pixie Dust Pass is four hundred bucks plus tax. Uh, that is res- Florida residents only. That gets you three reservations at a time that you have to book in for. You cannot just rock up whenever you want. Uh, Pirate Pass is seven hundred bucks. Gets you one more reservation. That seems to be the difference between the two. Uh, block updates do apply. I'm guessing they're different. I haven't checked that to be honest. I assume. Pirate Pass might get you some additional dates. Uh, Sorcerer Pass, 900 bucks plus tax. These are all plus tax because that's how America works. You get to hold five reservations of this bad boy. <laughs> uh, that's over to Florida residents or DVC members. Um, block update supply. I'm assuming you get a couple of different ones, uh, like additional ones. And then in Credit Pass is 1300 bucks plus tax. You get to hold five reservations at the same time, no blocker dates, and this one is open to all. Even me. So I could buy an Incredit Pass. Yeah. Okay. Even you. Wow. For $1,300 plus tax. I mean, when we were growing up and we knew we were on a hot streak of going to Florida every August without fail for quite some time, I yeah. can't remember if we ever did it for Disney. I don't think we did. But for Universal, they used to sell you an annual pass that had no little residential restrictions on it. So. Yeah. There was a few years there where we would just buy an annual pass every year because, frankly, much like our cinema passes, once you've gone like four, five, six times, you've kind of paid it off. Yeah. So we would. So the the annual Universal pass. And it sounds crazy to say, but the annual Universal pass, even though we were only ever in Florida for like five weeks of that entire entire year. Yeah comfortably paid itself off by the amount that we would go over the course of two holidays a year apart but then i think they sort of maybe made it florida residents only after a while and, and maybe they've changed it back now i can't remember we were they would have they would have brought they've got different tiers and yeah all that tears. tears bloody tears I hate tears had enough of them um yeah so that's that um so no low, no photo pass like I mentioned. Uh, you can add that on for ninety nine bucks. Lovely. Yeah. So if you want that, that's you know if you got an incredible pass, that's now you're talking fourteen hundred bucks. Water parks and sports also not included. They are additional. Okay. For another hundred bucks. So when year. you say sports, do you mean mini golf? I guess so. And, yeah. And normal golf. I and guess? normal golf. Yes. Normal yeah. golf. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, normal golf used to be included at certain tiers. Right. 
but no longer. So that's another hundred bucks. So you're talking fifteen hundred bucks for, for everything that you used to get. So these are these are objectively worse value than they were before. Seems that uh, yeah. way to me. Yes. Right. And current annual pass holders can continue to use their current annual passes. Right. Good, I guess, if you've just renewed. Uh, until or, it's renewal time. Until it's and renewal then you have time. to change, presumably. Yes, when it comes to a new, uh, you know, if say, so this comes in on the 8th of this month, September. Um, so if you renew now, you can still get all the old perks. Oh, okay. Um, and then you'll get a year until next September, but then you'll have to renew at these new prices. Right. It says here you get a 15% discount if you renew. Yes. Uh, as opposed to sign up fresh. So that's... Yeah, I guess if you renew something. to the new system. Yeah. yeah. Okay, fine. Also, if you... Uh, one thing to note, if if you, you know, like you used to do, maybe you bought your uh, tickets for, yeah. the, for your trip or whatever, and you go, actually, I want, to renew, I want to make this an annual pass, upgrade to an annual pass, you should do that at the end of your trip, not at the beginning of your trip, because it cancels all your bookings, all okay. your reservations. Right. So maybe you got... You know, uh, lightning lanes booked in, and your res- you know dining reservations all booked in. You say lightning lanes booked in, Josh, as if you're even allowed to book multiple lightning lanes at the same time. Well, you, you can, can you can have only possible to have one. You can have like one a day, right? In theory, booked in. Or oh, maybe I don't know. Yeah, um, is that how it works? Yeah, but you, can, but you can only book them on the day. Oh yeah, that's true. Right? Actually. Yeah. So if you're talking about you know, in advance, I guess the current fast pass system would be. You can you can book them sixty days in advance, right? So, oh. who, who actually? I mean, I'm God com- bless. Conflating all the systems. God bless the cast members who are in like you know ticket ticketing, yes, or whatever, and have to remember the different names of all of these things. You know, you think of like going to McDonald's or whatever. I get a bit confused, or like I don't know. If I go to I go to Starbucks yeah. and get a coffee, and there are three different sizes, and all and the sizes and none mean of them, large. And they're not named small, medium, large. No, they're, they're named like Grande, Venti, Venti, and some other like Massivo or something. It's clearly not that. But, the, but, but isn't the thing? Isn't like the joke that they all mean big, basically? Uh, I don't know, but they are di- they are different sizes. Like, one is like tall one of them is called one of them in english would be called like tall one of them is called big and the other one is called like uh 20 like or something right i don't know but my point was they are hard enough for me to keep track of when i go in and order a starbucks like i just without without fail say regular please i don't know what they are is anyone buying is anyone buying starbucks with the starbucks lingo I don't know. I assume some people might. This American chain. Yeah. Well, like, I think the uh, the the people serving you would uh, prompt you to pick one and use the correct terminology. And and if I said just a regular please, they would take that to mean the middle one and do that for me. Yes. But my like point a, like was like a normal person. Exactly. Those and, are hard enough to remember. And imagine being a ticket man at Disney now. Who has to be like, okay then, so you're getting an annual pass today, right? Is that going to be Pixie Pirate, Sorcerer or Incredible? Uh, in sorry, no, Incredi. Incredi, sorry. 
In addition to that, can I interest you in Disney Genie at all? That's different to Disney Genie Plus. I can tell you about Disney Genie and you don't even have to pay extra for that. But if you'd like the extra perks, then you're going to need Genie Plus. In addition to that, if you want to get on certain rides even more quickly because there are premiere options, then can I interest you at all in the Lightning Lane? Please be aware that this is all separate to other perks that we can offer you, such as Photo Pass and... Other such things. Do you want to go to Mickey's Bang Gang Bang Spectacular? That'll be another $59 a night, please. And that, of course, is separate from Oogie Boogie's Nighttime Bash or whatever the hell that one yeah, was called. Oogie Boogie Bash. That, one's a, that one is post-Watershed, but then Mickey Mouse's Gang Bang Nighttime Spectacular, that, my friends, is only after 11 o'clock. Oh, baby. You can, you can imagine it getting a bit much for people. Oh, and you want to go to the water parks? Oh, is they gonna, are they going to come up with a name for a water park pass? They're going to, aren't they? Uh, yeah, what's that? The, uh... the Splash Dash. The splash Can I introduce you in a Splash Dash? Yeah. You, like, you want to get splashed? You couldn't have, you couldn't have fast park... Or the, you couldn't have lightning lanes at a water park, could you? You already no, have that the, sounds dangerous You already me. have them at Volcano Bay, I guess. But. Mm, yes, exactly. Nice. Yeah. It would be like, I don't know, the... Uh, the uh, Torpedo lines. Torpedo <laughs> I was trying to do something Little Mermaidy, but then I re- remembered that I don't know. Oh right, okay. St- 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 the, I Can mean, I interest I- you in a better down where it's wetter pass? Yeah. So you don't have to stand in the uh, Sebastian standby line. Nice. Thank That's you. pretty good. Thank you. That works on two levels because you've got Sebastian stand and. Hey, stop floundering around. Oh. Disney, hi- hire me. Hire me. <laughs> I'm great at this. Uh, yeah, a trident, trident tier. Oh, yeah, trident tier. It's not bad. Yeah, go with that. Yeah. Anyway, what's going on with these <laughs> passes? Is there anything more to say about them? Uh, have we covered all bases? Uh, there will be bonus reservations from time to time. For God's sake! Uh, Disney will add these on a whim. Basically, it sounds like that annual pass holders can get get a hold of, grab hold of. Okay. Get involved in. There you go. I think uh, it's a way of making more money off of people, but also reducing the amount of people that have like an incentive to just turn up. You know, if you have an annual pass that you've paid a lot of money for, and you have access to it unlimited, you know, all the time, any time, um, without booking or whatever, then you, you've got an incentive to just rock up all the time and make the parks busier, right? I guess so. If you charge more for this, but limit how often these people can go, then in theory it makes it a more pleasurable experience for those that are coming for the first time or come once in a blue moon or something like that, Hmm. theoretically. Whether that will happen or not, we'll have to wait and see. Because a lot of these, like a lot of locals, not all locals obviously, have annual passes just so they can go take Instagram photos of places Hmm. in the parks. And, you know, nobody really wants that. No. Absolutely not. Yeah. Ban all Instagrammers from Disney. Yeah. Take down self-service. Yeah. They can sell an Instagram pass. Yeah. So if you don't have it, when you walk through the magic band barriers, yeah. they detect Instagram on your phone and they delete it. Yes. Or or if you if you launch Instagram on your phone within the boundaries of the park without having paid for the Instagram pass, an alarm goes off. It's like a bit of Monsters, Inc. A load of blokes in hazmat suits come charging out. Yes. And, you know, you, take you, that phone off you and boot you out. <laughs> you uh, say that, Tom, but 
if you go by what they're doing at Disneyland, oh yeah, Disney would actually want the very opposite of that with their two new Magic Key experiences. All oh, right. First of all, remind me, what is the Magic Key? Magic Key is a replacement for the annual passes at Disneyland. Wait a minute, Josh. I thought the Magic Key was a popular series of children's books in the UK. Oh. Biff, Skip and Kipper. You remember oh, those guys? Oh, yeah. I love them guys. Wait, no. Are they different? No, Kipper the big... Kipper was a dog. Biff, uh, Chip. Who was the dog? It wasn't Kipper, was it? Kipper no. was a separate... Because Kipper, Kipper, Kipper the dog. Kipper was a Kipper was a TV show. Kipper the dog was a book first. Yes, but he was on a written t- by. Well, there was a TV show see, with a cool theme tune. As far as I'm concerned, the OG Avengers, right? I mean, people like the Oof. crossovers these days. Yeah. But for me, the big one was I seem to remember the guy who wrote Percy the Park Keeper. Another banger. An absolute classic of a kids' book series. Yeah. And the guy who wrote Kipper. Yeah. At some point, came together. Oh. And did a book together about a trip to the Natural History Museum. Oh, yeah. Wow. I can't remember. I think it was Nick Butterworth. Great name. Was Percy the Park Keeper, and I want to say Mick Inkpen was Kipper the Dog. These these aren't real names, are they? But these are pen names. Was surely. the dog's name in the Magic Key books? I cannot remember. Uh, Stall. I'm going to look it up. Because the guy was called Chip Biff. Biff Chip. I'm sure the main character was called Chip in those books. Here we go. 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 It's launched, it's launched an app or something by the looks of things. Floppy the dog. Floppy. Because <laughs> then you had different coloured tiers, right? Because you had the green tier, which is like the low tier. You had blue tier. You had a red tier. I mean, it, definitely true. Mick, because... Ick, Mick, Mick Inkpen was indeed known for Kipper the dog. And uh, my word, Kipper's book of counting these days... On this, I assume, sort of second-hand bookstore. Oh, is it out of print? We'll, 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 we'll sell for. Go on, give me a, give me a number here. It's out of print. Kipper's I'm Book of Counting oh. by Mick Inkpen. Oh. This is to buy it new, new, out of print, out. from a seller, Bennett Books Limited in San Diego, California. Wow. Okay. Uh, forty-five quid. Hell no, my friend. Bring up those annual pass prices again. <laughs> All right. So. What would, you, what would you rather have? Blimmin' hell. Kipper counts or. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to need to read Kipper's book of counting bef- to work out how much the Disney's going to cost me next year. Uh, wow. You could have just about any of these. Kipper's book of counting is £675. Wow. Wow. So that's that's uh that's a social pass right there. Did you know I loved Percy the Park Keeper so much. I was so distraught when they, I ran out of books <gasps> to read that my dad wrote me a Percy the Park Keeper story. What a legend. While we were on holiday. What you? a legend. Was he it hand, was, were you in Florida? He no actually, I don't think we were, but he wow. hand wrote a custom Percy the Park Keeper story called and I remember all this The Squirrel's Nuts. Wow. Which I hope if I read it now, wherever it might be, it's just full of euphemisms. It sounds like it's gonna be full of euphemisms. <laughs> <laughs> like like people always joke about like the Pixar people drawing dicks in the background <laughs> and that sort of thing, right? <laughs> That's yeah. just your dad. Right, <laughs> uh, yeah. You'll never notice this one. Yeah. It's a cloud. <laughs> uh right. Um no, magic keys. 
uh, are the annual passes at... Oh, yeah, that's how we got onto this. Disneyland California, Tom, not yeah. that. And they've opened these two new magic experiences. Uh, I say open. They're basically just rebranding of current areas. Um, Ooh, that skirt mini's got on is a bit short, isn't it? Ooh, uh, uh, the old Starcade uh, in Tomorrowland is now the Magic Key Starcade Experience. These names are all absolutely terrible. Brackets. So don't call it. A cl- don't call it a lounge. Starcade. You know, fine. You know, it's nothing amazing, but it's all right. Because it's, it's like an arcade from yeah. the future. Now, Magic Key Starcade Experience. Who's coming up with this stuff? Uh, I think. So I think this is uh, going to be a uh, thing that rolls through, like it changes this one. So they're going right. to. So this one is a. Uh, the first opening is going to be like obviously Halloween themed. Oogie Boogie Bash, you mean? Uh, sure. I think they've announced this week that the Christmas celebrations are back this year. Obviously, there weren't any last year. Cause no, yeah. Coronavirus. Um, so at the moment, yeah, Minnie might be out there wearing a Halloween outfit at Disneyland. Uh, there are Instagram walls that you can take photos of. Um, I guess taking photos of yourself in front of them more than just taking photos of the walls. I guess so. There are sofas and air conditioning and phone charging stations as well. Just sounds quite nice. I guess, yeah. I mean, it's the minimum you would expect at a uh, California theme park. It's a bit of nice aircon. Yeah, but this is a re- this is a location where you can just walk in, sit down. You're not queuing for anything. You're not. You know. You're just chilling in a mm, room. Disney this is open from noon till six p.m. through to October thirtieth, and uh, then it will shut. Maybe something new will open over the Christmas period. We don't know yet, but it's gonna. I would imagine it will. You know flick through some things as the years go on. The other thing that they're doing is converting the former Alfresco Tasting Terrace into the Magic Key Terrace, um, another well-named location. Yes. Um, which is a new permanent sit-down dining location exclusively for Magic Key holders. Oh. Can yeah. you get a lightning lane for this? Skip the queues for your food. No, but you... Do you, do you, they call, if, you walk, if you just rock up at a restaurant, they call you a walk-in. Right. Because you haven't booked, you haven't pre-booked. Yeah. So you can digitally walk in. Okay. Whenever you want. Which okay. basically means you can pull it up on the app and say, I'm going to rock up, come on. Which is a reservation that's in my a, eyes. That's a reservation. Yeah. What is this stupid branding? <laughs> it's not digitally walking in. That's that's a reservation. What are they going to ask you when you turn up? Are they going to ask you instead of, have you got a reservation? Are they going to say, have you digitally walked in, sir? And I'm like, hell yeah, I have. Hell yeah. No, you stupid idiot. <laughs> I've reserved. Do you have a reservation? Stop with this nonsense. <laughs> They're going to go, I, have you a reserva- an advanced reservation, a digital walking, or are you just a walk-in? And as of uh, this recording, advanced reservations are also open, which are separate to digital walk You know we talked the other week about your dad falling out of love with Disney? Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, but, there, you know, there are some things that look quite nice on the menu... And they're all kind of, a lot of them are named after things that used to be at the park. Uh, for example, the Pizza Um Mau Wow cocktail. Things that used to be at the park. Yeah, that no longer. So, would you like to try today's special? It's called Value for Money. Oh, zing. Oh, zing. Please enjoy our care and attention de pasta. Well, uh, the, <laughs> uh, the Pizza Um Mau Wow cocktail, which is a Bloody Mary with Tito's handmade vodka, flavours of pineapple... Pepper, pepperoncini and mushroom that's 17 bucks 
and the Bountiful Valley Chakudui <laughs> is I'm sorry. Uh eighteen bucks. Um which I think is steep. Right. Certainly when this is exclusive to key holders. Uh you also have the Mulholland Meatball Madness. Okay. I've said that the wrong way around. Uh, it's the Mulholland Madness Meatballs. Uh I think my name's better. Personally. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, which is uh, meatballs stuffed with cheese and served <laughs> with spicy, creamy tomato sauce, charred broccolini uh, and orange segments, pickled red onions and whipped burrata and crostini. <laughs> that's 16 bucks. Okay. And it looks like you get one, maybe two meatballs. Yeah. Wow. That's what it is. There are se- seared scallops and potato fritters for 22 bucks. Uh, no fancy name for that though. No, it does seem like it's a kind of like it's a higher end restaurant though, right? It's not like your. I sorry, I failed to see how these are named after previous attractions. Uh, there was a Maholland Madness, I think, was one of the rides. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Um, it was like a taxi ride through Hollywood, right? Um, or something like that, or like a limo ride, I think, mm. something like that. Pizza Umawau, I'm not entirely sure. Someone would have to, you know. Email in, yeah, to clarify that for us. Okay, cool. What would you, what if you, if you could name a dish after a, a former Disney attraction, what would it be? Um, oh, um, about <laughs> go, go on. It's so bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's not even funny. Oh. <laughs> We have to hear it now, Tom. <laughs> Tom is, uh, dis- has like, dis- dis- <laughs> it's incredible. I've never, he can't even get a single word out. I mean, you know, I'm the guy who completely lost it because someone sneezed funny in Snake Eyes the other week. <laughs> it's, <laughs> just spent the that's last true. Half an hour of the film just constantly trying to contain the stupidest laughter. I could barely pay attention anymore. I have got a name, though, for you. I was you. literally just going to say Mr. Toad's Wild Rice. <laughs> That's a side dish. <laughs> yeah. It's not even a full meal. No. Um, I was going to go with uh, the backlot tortellini. Oh, that's pretty good. Thanks. Yeah, nice. Um, oh, dear. Yeah, I don't have anything else. I probably no. could do, but... Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I think it's a bit... I mean... The... Well, it's going to close soon. You could have Goulash Mountain. <laughs> Yeah, I guess you could. I guess you could. Yeah, you could. Um, yeah, uh, okay. Bangers and Mash Mountain. How about that one? Uh, Bangers and Splash Mountain. Oh, yeah, or oh, you could do that, yeah. Because it comes with gravy. Yeah, yeah, that works also. Okay. Anyway, so that's your Magic Key restaurant. Yeah. Um, Not involving Biff Chip. Or Floppy the Dog. No, and like I said, it's not quick serve. It is a proper sit-down attraction, fairly high-end by the looks of things. Okay, cool. And while we're at it on this this kind of annual pass uh, walkthrough attraction, reports, rumours. I love rumours. Coming in from Screamscape that Tokyo Disney is uh, going to be making major changes to its annual passes as well. Oh, boy. Screamscape aren't 100% sure what exactly is going on because it's a bit confusing if you're not you know a local and you're not like involved in the process because it seems like it's quite hard to get information on it 
But yeah, major changes are coming this way by the sounds of things. And, and the Disney parks in Tokyo are open, right? I mean, I know there is, I think, as far as I'm aware, still a COVID state of emergency in Tokyo. Yeah, as far as I'm aware, they're open. They are very limited in capacity. Right. I saw today that very, the... Much more limited than any other Disney parks. Yes. Well, Florida is an absolute nightmare at the moment. I saw, I think they recorded the other day, I think, more deaths in a single day than any other US state has... During the pandemic, it was quite an extraordinary number. There's not going to be anyone left in that state. Well, I know. I mean, the governor there, Ron DeSantis, who, you know... Sounds like a character from GTA. He does, and he frankly acts like a character from GTA in that I'm fairly sure he does want everyone in Florida to die. I Mm. mean, you know... I, I, I'm not. I'm not. You know. I, I don't want to judge people uh, too harshly uh, w- when I don't need to. But by and large, I think people who vote for the modern day Republicans, I'd have questions for those kinds of people. They might have some reasonable answers for me. But to vote very specifically for Ron DeSantis, I think you would have to have. I was going to say a screw loose. I think at this point the screws of. of well and truly fallen out if you're still voting for Ron DeSantis because as far as I'm aware, every policy he has is is specifically and perfectly designed to ensure that more people die from coronavirus. Wow. It's very, very odd. It's so, like, it's almost as if he has sat down and is like, how can I make myself come across as such an enormous douche? Like... You know, it's not enough to say weird, horrible things and and do a lot of the stuff he'd already got up to, but like pre-COVID. But it's like you know, bringing in laws that mean businesses can be fined if they mandate masks. You know, banning schools from mandating masks, all this kind of stuff. It's yeah. Bizarre. Well, Tom, the uh, "Please wear a mask if possible" sign has been taken down at my local uh, corner shop. To be right. replaced with a the lotto machine is broken, so we can't do lotto at the moment. <laughs> so clearly, the oh lotto takes uh, priority over COVID these uh, days. Have you have you picked up any more weird ice creams during your shopping trips this week? Uh, no, I have got some sweets, uh, oh. which uh, I should, probably should have you know uh, invited you to try beforehand. What but, kind of sweets have you got? Uh, they are. Do you, do you remember the old like sweet burgers? Like that. Yes. They look like burgers. With, Basically, they're Krabby Patties. Right. They're Krabby Patty branded. Oh, interesting. But they're watermelon flavoured. Oh, that's... Every layer is just watermelon. That's that's quite disappointing. But they're they're SpongeBob branded. Yeah. Oh, wow. Where'd you get those? Um, From some... um, Say no. It was an Instagram thing. Oh, no. Uh, There's a lot of Instagrammers, like a lot of brands, like people just set up uh, pick-a-mix shops... We have tried sweets on here before, I think. Yeah. I can't remember what they were. No. You might have just made cookies. I think you made cookies once. We ate those on this podcast. Or maybe that was an old podcast. Well, no, we did do that. We did do that. On this podcast? I think maybe. It would have been on this podcast, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Well, that would have been like 20... Well, like just as, just before lockdown. I think it was. Just before lockdown one, yeah. I think it might have been to impress some of the some of the ladies. Oh, I was making, making cookies. cookies anyway. Oh, it were just you? was convenient that I was oh, right. impressing the ladies with the cookies that I was already 
planning to so make. You already were baking anyway. Yeah. That's good when that happens. Um, I also got some cotton candy flavoured Myconikes. What are they? Myconikes are kind of like uh, jelly beans. Right. But I think they got a better texture mm. um, and no bad flavours. Okay, nice. Yeah. That's, that's good. Um, so I must say, ones I, tend like, taste like candy floss. I haven't been able to get the crisp ice cream out of my head. I, I'm going to need to investigate. I'm going to need to go down to Sano's. Sano's. Sano more. And find some of this. I did finish it. I finished it. Ice cream. I, 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 I think I finished it before you actually, uh, before we did the podcast last time. But I then proceeded to eat uh, half baked, was it? Which I think is a regular flavour. Right. Um, chocolate ice cream with brownies mixed with vanilla ice cream with cookie dough chunks. That sounds pretty good. That is pretty good. Yeah. Nice. Because the, the brownie goes like gooey as well. Oh, Yeah. Very good. Anyway, speaking of nice food, do you think we're going to get some at Walt Disney World Space 220 restaurant? Which I hope so. Which is opening so. at Epcot on the 20th of September. I hope so. I was disappointed this isn't opening on the 20th of February, but uh, being too... Tw- you know, 220. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Nice. Thanks. But yeah, I'm looking forward to this. It looks like it's going to be really cool. Like a really cool concept. Similar technology, I guess, to the really expensive hotel. I mean, uh, cruise ship. Oh, uh, uh, the Galactic Star Cruiser. Yes. Game. Right. Similar technology, right? For the screens. So, oh, and like, oh, so the, for the windows, looking out sorry. the windows look like you're in space. Yes. That's kind of the gimmick here. Yeah. And presumably rather than eating fine cuisine, I, I do hope you just get like horrible packaged food that you would actually eat <laughs> Freeze-dried ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Freeze-dried Neapolitan well, ice cream. At best you're going to mm. get some Matt Damon-grown potatoes. Mmm. My favourite. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Damon's taters. Damon's taters, precious. Yeah. Maybe. You say that, say yeah, well, taters. Joe uh, Bucky makes reference to reading The Hobbit in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, yes. The version of The Hobbit he would have read would have probably been different to the version that you know, the modern Avengers would have read because he read it when it originally came out. Okay. Cause when, How did we get onto The Hobbit? Because taters, precious. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and how did we get onto that? Oh, yeah, Matt Damon. Yeah. <laughs> What would you call Matt Dayton's potato farm? The Bourne Alter Tato. I'm not sure I would. I'm not sure I would. (laughs) It just came to me. You know, sometimes genius passes you by and it's down to you as to whether you grab it and share it or let it keep going. Tom, I'm going to give you a Bourne Ultimatum. And I always grab it and share it. And it's why this podcast has got to have soap 150 because I'm constantly grabbing and sharing genius. Born ultimatum right here, right now. Yeah. That's it. No more. Okay. That is your born ultimatum. Uh, oh, we won't make it to 157. Three years. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a lift feature like that's going to make it seem like you're going into you know, space elevator. It's going to be fun, this restaurant. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I haven't really ever done any grand dining at a Disney park you know it's rare when we're in florida that we even do any sort of quick serve we are we we are set in our ways we have our sort of coffees and 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 bakery items for sort of breakfasty brunch and that is just about all we will eat uh, during a day at a theme park uh, until dinner when you know we leave the park and go for dinner somewhere else normally 
you know, we might get an ice cream uh, um, if we're feeling if yeah. we're feeling like treating ourselves, but we don't really do any sit down dining ever. I've done at the theme parks, but I've this done, this would be the type of thing that we might be tempted to try, given if if we get to the place next year. Which, to be honest with you, I'm increasingly sceptical that that <laughs> Brits will be allowed to go to America by um, it's madness, by April, it? which is a crazy thing to say because it, that would have been more than two years of America is closed to the UK, which is unthinkable. But I think that's what where we are we're like at. 80% vaccinated. Well, the UK. Yeah. Uh, yeah, comfortably over, I think, now. Uh, but the US is kind of stuck, about 52. I, I can understand. And they're allowed to come here if they're vaccinated, but we can't go there. Which is bonkers to me. And we spend an absolute fortune in the US. Yes. Um, um, you would think that they were, that they'd be keen. But I know I read today that the uh, kind of economic recovery, which was going quite well domestically, is um, expected to hit a bit of a wall because the uh, like job numbers Brexit. are stalling in the US. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, largely because of because everyone's the on only COVID now. surge. Everyone's on OnlyFans. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I saw uh, I can't remember what's like Georgia, maybe or uh, I'm not entirely sure that they're now like hiring like 13 and 14 year olds or 14 and 15 year olds, which is legal over there to do what. To work in McDonald's. Oh, I see. Because they don't have staff. They can't get staff to work in McDonald's because mm. they've all created only fans accounts or, you know, made loads of money on crypto or something. Are they? Right, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, the internet is a weird place. It's a dangerous place for many, but also it does allow everyone to potentially become their own boss and uh, make a killing doing stuff. Look at us. On their own. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us. I have done... I have done so many of these silly internet projects and none of them have ever come of any, come to anything other than personal pride. Yeah. And even that is... Questionable. You know, questionable. <laughs> but I keep doing them. Uh, still no date for uh, reservations at Space 220, Tom. I don't know. And uh, nothing about digital walk-ins. No digital walk-ins. Um, wow, what's the point? Yeah, what is the point? Uh, I have done dining though at theme parks. Well, one theme park. I've done it at Hollywood Studios, MGM. Uh, I went to Mama Melrose Pizzeria. Oh, yeah. That before, was... Before then going on to Fantasmic. Ah, yes. For, was... for my 18th birthday. I was about to say, last year... Oh, wait, yeah. 2020, in the run-up to what should have been that trip, we, uh, we were going to be there for my sister's birthday and were planning to do uh the phantasmic dining plan for her birthday and mama melrose was one of i think three options that you can choose for the phantasmic i think it's mama melrose oh boy yeah i can't remember what the other two would have been but they all looked okay would you recommend mama melrose was that good i mean it's pizza you can't really go wrong with like it's hard to make bad pizza it is um i enjoyed myself um i got a buzz lightyear cup which came with a like a like a kid's toy you know, sippy cup. Have you still got it? I don't have the cup. I do have the toy that was a light, like a see-through Buzz Lightyear that then had like lights on it. And Why stuff would you get rid of the cup? Uh, not- I think the cup went went into like you know into the rotation for the for the kids. Oh, for the for my parents' grandkids, and then it kind of got you know wrecked oh, over the years. Kids, but the uh, the toy that came with it is still in my possession. Right. It's in a drawer down there. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other like like freebie cups and stuff I've still got from the theme, but I've still got a butterbeer mug. 
like a plastic butterbeer flask, like right, one of yeah. the original ones. It's from like 2010, so it's very old. Yeah. I use that for my iced coffee, if I have an iced coffee without nice. fail. It goes in the butterbeer flask. I could do with a new one, actually. Uh, still, I think I've mentioned before, we've got a lot of those Shamu bowls that you get your strawberries and cream in at SeaWorld. Those mm. are Theo the Cats uh, at this stage. And uh, from uh, Singapore Zoo, funnily enough, I have a uh, flask, I suppose you would describe it. It's more of like a plastic cup. It does have a lid, I think. And that is like, it's like Disney's, what are they called? Sumsums? The little, like... Yeah, yeah, the, uh, like... They're just heads. Yeah. Like furry Disney heads. Yeah. And uh, and and they're on like a, a boat ride or something because that's like a uh, that's a Tokyo like a Tokyo Disney thing to right. begin with. Oh, I okay, fine. Yeah, they I don't like them. They're weird. Joe, like at sporting events now, you can get those cups that are like decent plastic cups, and mm. if you return them, you get your deposit back. Oh, interesting. I don't know if they do that in football. They do it in rugby. I don't know. Um, and we've got a lot of them, you know, so like Twickenham ones or mm. like World Rugby sevens or that sort of thing. So cool. All right. Well, uh, I think just two final bits that we had on our list here. One final Disney World thing. They've shown off this new show, a new kite show, uh, which, to be honest with you, makes an interesting first impression, to say the least, because there's some sort of there's a video they've put out on the Disney Parks YouTube channel and. The first kite you see is this sort of slightly deformed looking Zazu, which is quite disturbing, to be honest. But this is a new kite show, Animal Kingdom, which is going to play in the Discovery River Theatre, which is where the Rivers of Light show was. And that's obviously now gone. Yeah. It's rubbish. And, uh, yeah, I think, to me, the most exciting thing about this is that it's called Kite Tales, which makes me think of Duck Tales, which Ooh. makes me want to hum the tune and maybe even watch <laughs> Duck Tales. <laughs> Do I want to see a kite show at Disney? I don't know. It seems a little bit... Uninspired and low budget. Kite tails. Woo! Uh, I mean, it does. Yeah, but I guess it's a bit uh, Lion King-ish. I guess so. I'm not against it. No. Um, I mean, I, I say Lion King-ish not because you know Zazu's involved or whatever, but it's, it's a similar premise to how the stage show is done. I guess in a way, to right? An, to yeah. an extent. Yes. Um, with the puppets or whatever. So. Um, but it's like an outdoor version of that, so I'm not against it. I think I think yeah, but we'll have to get some impressions. I think. Yeah, I think the interesting thing is that sort of rivers of light on paper sounded really cool, uh, and then seeing it in person was quite underwhelming. Mm. This just sounds underwhelming. So maybe actually seeing it, it will beat expectations. Mm. But I think regardless of whether or not it's great in its own right, it is. It does still feel. A little bit cheap and cheerful by the standards of sort of Disney I mean, could, outdoor shows of the past. It could you know, be like wor- spectacle shows. It could be worse, Tom. What could it be? What could, could be worse? could be Doc Ock's secret lair, Tom. Yes, it could be. It could be. You're right. Yes. Um, is that because, yeah, I'm still still bitter about that. Mm. Um, well, that's not open yet fully yet either. No, is it was that so? one? Because it was, that's one that, mm. it was I, called Impressions. I know, Impressions is the Paris... 360 vision thing sorry what is the Epcot light show called is it uh, I don't know I can't remember I've already no. forgotten um, I do like some of the comments on, on this one on Theme Park Insider though um, what the F this is how Walt Disney World is celebrating their 50th well Ouch. at least we know Disneyland is the clear winner on who had the better 50th anniversary what did Disneyland do do you know um, I was 
there. Were you there? I what did there. they do? Was it good? I don't remember much. Oh, I didn't really <laughs> speak too much then, does it? I got, a, I got, a, you know, them uh, like Livestrong bands that everyone was doing. Oh yeah, I had so many of those. I, ha- I have. I was such a sucker. I gave another kid like a stupid amount of money for one of the Stand Up to Racism ones. Oh yeah, the intertwined black and white yeah, ones. Yeah, I mean, they were really cool. They were quite cool. Yeah. I mean, fat lot of good the message did. Oh yeah. You know, we've gone backwards since yeah. then, if anything. Um, but yeah, Disneyland did a 50th anniversary one that I still have. Oh neat. Yeah. Fair enough. That was my uh, anniversary merch from that that one. Yeah. Cool. I assume they'll do a, uh, was it the 40th? No, no, it's the 50th. It's the 50th of Walt Disney World. It's the 40th of Epcot. Yeah. Right. I assume they'll be doing anniversary magic bands. Uh, yeah, I believe some of the, they've shown off Is some of not, the anniversary stuff already. I mean, you seem like the kind of, guy, like, regardless of all your misgivings at this stage about what it might be like in COVID times, the price of everything, you seem like a guy who would want a 50th anniversary cup. Or mug or hat. I want a 50th anniversary cap. Is that not enough of a reason for you to say, you know what, screw it, I'm com- I'm coming, I'm going, let's go. I, I have uh, informed the family that if I don't, I mean, attend, if I were them, that would be that would be another ulti- uh, ultimatum, if you if you if you like. If I was your a dad, born ultimatum. If I was your dad, I would say, son, you're not, you know, you know, I love you, but I, I'm not, I'm not getting you a cap. You've got to get your own damn cap. If you want a cap, you're coming with me. Uh, and, you can't leave me with these kids. Well, no. Every time they go to America, because they don't necessarily, because my parents go to America like basically every year, go to a different part of America. See, see, uh, and they always go to an outlet store or an outlet, you know, space, premium outlets, that sort of thing. Um, and I'm like, right, if there's a this is if there's an Adidas shop, I want trainers. If there's a Hill figure shop, I want t-shirts, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And they basically, you know, go buy me the things and go here's your bill and i pay the bill um i was i was sad to hear speaking of shopping i was sad to hear or read this week that uh, the crossroads retail yes. place was due to all shut shut up shut in, in august so i guess it's now completely all, all yes. done yes um i have played uh, there was a pirates uh, crazy golf there pirates yeah. cove crazy golf i have played that i won um i held my family championship uh, at that course ah on the yeah. vlog uh no that was uh a different oh okay that was the uh, i drive pirates cove on the vlog right i believe we went to the crossroads one the time before the mm. vlog okay interesting yeah i um the uno there at crossways was the uh pizza uno. pizza uno that was our go-to uno for a long time oh. crossways I think we stayed in like the very first time we went in, which I think was 98. We stayed in a hotel very close to there. Oh, okay. And the uh, the supermarket, what was it called? Was it a Goodins? Which I think has been gone a little longer. Yeah, I can't uh, say. We, we, we popped in there for a bit. Uh, like Once we started staying in houses, you know, Publix became the, uh, the, go-to. the go-to. But when we, when we were just staying in that hotel... Which I can't remember for the life of me what it was called. It's still there. Uh, we we went in the Goodins. Um, um, I'm trying to think of what the mini yeah. golf was that we did. Because we did a mini golf in like a little retail spot, which was not far from where we normally stay. There's an Outback Steakhouse there. There's a TJ Fridays there. I think there's a Walgreens. Forever in Walgreens. Store, store. I'm going to find out. Because there, there's, there's quite a few. There's like a safari one. There's a dinosaur one around there. Um, I think the, I think the dinosaur uh, one of them is on. I'm pretty sure there's a dinosaur one or a safari one on the one nine two. 
Um, obviously, yeah, the Pirates Cove one there, Crossways, Cross Crossroads, whatever it's called. Crossways is Disney is a uh, Dartford Crossing. It's called Crossways. I found it, everyone. Oh, don't know if this if people know of this. Mighty Jungle Golf. Oh yeah, sorry. At the one, yeah. Formosa Gardens Village, West ninety, West one ninety two. That is the one I was thinking of. The uh, when I said Safari, I I did mean the Jungle one. Oh, so you have done this one? Uh, no, I have uh, viewed it. Uh, we was always a Pirates Cove. Oh okay. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a championship course. It's like the Masters, Tom. You right. know, it has to be played at a Pirates Cove. And this is it's, a fairly modest little mini golf, like you know from. You know, some of those Pirates ones you can kind of see from a distance and they look quite yeah. spectacular. This is very unassuming, but is actually quite good and it, and was always very good value. So we did enjoy. Yeah, I've always uh, liked the, the look of that. times we've been there. That Safari one has always looked good, the jungle one. Uh, um, so, yeah, people want to... I think that might be the that might have been the most specific yeah. as I've ever, I've ever got about whereabouts we normally stay in Florida. So there you go. We are, mm. we are pretty close. We're about a five-minute-ish drive from there. Yeah, well, I mean, we always stay off the 192 as well. I think that's a... If you're going to stay uh, in a villa, Win- off the 192 is probably where you want to go, right? Windsor Palms is where we stay. Oh, that is very, very... Uh, not last time. That's part of the reason it was a bit of a weird, not so enjoyable trip. Yes. And while we were so looking forward to... We've had this Windsor Palms house basically <laughs> locked <laughs> Every, down yeah. for... Well, three years almost the, now. The, the first years. two years we went, we stayed at this one place, which is a, owned by an American couple. Uh, and the more recent couple of times we've stayed at a place owned by uh, family friends. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. But interestingly, uh, they used to like rent it out like to anyone. Uh, now it's only to like family and friends. Uh, when they were just renting it out to anyone, uh, it was at one time, time rented by some drug dealers who <laughs> then proceeded to put drugs in or hide drugs in everything. Like, wow. Uh, rip open the kids' toys and put the drugs inside them and things like that. Incredible. Uh, and the house got raided by the police. This is a great story. Yeah. How has it never come up on 150, 149 previous well, episodes of you a know, mostly Florida-centric theme park podcast? This is what you get when you listen to 150 episodes of the good stuff. It's true. It's true. Just when you think, how much more could they possibly have to talk about? They seem so disillusioned about theme parks. Wait, what? Drugs in teddies? <laughs> I'm back on board. That's, uh, that's for our uh, spin-off podcast, yeah. uh, which you have to subscribe to our Patreon for. Exactly, yes. Which isn't a thing. No. Even though we joke about it. Uh, final thing, we talked about Universal Studios Beijing last week. It's uh, almost here and uh, it, tickets go on sale on September 14th. Because it opens, I think, on the 20th. Oh boy. So not long to wait. Tickets will cost 418... Nailed it. I don't know what that is. Uh, no, neither do I. But, you know, that would require research. It can't be that hard to find out what China's currency is. I thought it was yuan, wasn't it? I don't know. Who knows? Not me. Maybe that's Chinese for... Josh, just Google it. I could do, but that's like pressing buttons. Renminbi. Renminbi. I'm pretty sure that's the COVID drug that Trump was trying to get everyone to take. Oh, okay. So that that is the full name of the currency... Oh, okay. The yuan is the basic unit of renminbi. So I was pretty close, actually. But the word is also used to refer to the Chinese currency generally, especially in international contexts. 
Cool. It's like, kind of like, I guess, British pound sterling. Okay, is yeah. the official name of pounds. Right. That makes sense. Yep. All right, neato. Well, that's going to do it, I think, for this week's instalment of the Park Rush podcast. We'll be back next week with our Mewtwo episode, I guess, Josh. Oh. So be excited for that. Oh, In the boy. meantime, you can keep up on Twitter at Park Rush Podcast. On YouTube, Park Rush Podcast. Clips go up there. You can email podcast at parkrush.com. You can find every episode with the show notes at newhighscore.co.uk or subscribe to the podcast on your preferred podcasting app. The RSS feed is at parkrush.com. That's going to do it. Until next week, <laughs> goodbye. Well... <laughs>